0: Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Mesa Christian Church. Cool. You know, uh, you can take a seat. You know, um, when Jesus came, he, uh, he really did change everything. And uh, that's not just a statement or a line in a song. That's actually a reality that everything did change when Jesus came. He changed the whole course of the world and uh, changed whole... Thinking changed mindsets, changed a whole lot of stuff, challenged a whole lot of stuff, and and it's so much so that uh, our timeline, our um, you know, our our years started when Jesus was born. You know, it's kind of like he changed everything, changed time, changed the whole lot. And uh, talked about prayer and uh, corporate prayer and the power of corporate prayer. And I'm not going to talk about prayer again tonight, but are going to talk about another aspect of something that we mentioned last week. And uh, I encourage you, the prayer meetings that are happening uh, this Tuesday, 6.30 till 8am, if you can come early before work and even come for part of the time before work, 9.30 till 1030 one o'clock till three o'clock and then fortnightly five thirty till six thirty in the ready room for focus on kids, youth and young outs and soak on Wednesday nights down at Transformations at 7 uh, seven thirty. That's is seven do we agree at seven thirty? Right here just making sure. And uh 7 seven thirty down there. And uh, also uh there's another prayer meeting happening with the ladies as well and you can see Pastor Mary Lynn about that that's starting this week as well with some of the ladies. So there's lots of prayer going on and And I believe Pastor Ross talked about prayer again this morning. But I just want to share a couple of scriptures that I read last week and talk about um, another aspect of the armor of God. And it says this in Ephesians 6, so we... Know where we're standing here. The final word, be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For you're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. And after the battle, you'll still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on um, the peace that comes from the good news so that you'll be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all the believers everywhere i'm going to read that again in the message so we get the full picture and really understand what this is saying and it says this everything the master has set out for you well made weapons of the best materials and put them to use so you'll be able to stand up against everything the devil throws your way this is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's Word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for all your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Tonight I want to talk about the Word of God which is a powerful weapon. And I just want to share a couple of things and maybe challenge you with something with the Word of God. And firstly, the Word of God is something we need to read. Okay, we have a Bible. You might have it on your tablet or your phone. You might have a physical Bible. It doesn't really matter what, how you read it or whatever. Um, but we must read the Word. Okay, we must read the Word. And not only just read the Word, you need to know the Word. And i will share a couple of things in a minute. When Jesus, he read the Word, he would have known the Word. He actually would have memorized uh, the first five books of the Bible when he was younger. He So he read the Word, but he knew the Word. He knew it. He could quote it. But then we have to read it, know it, and we need to apply it to our life. We can have a whole lot of head knowledge and go, oh, I know that, I know that scripture, and if you don't apply it, it's useless. We need to apply the Word of God. There's a... Um, there's a story we come across in the Bible where Jesus, before he even started any miracles happening, he just got baptized. The Bible said that the Spirit of God led him into the wilderness to be tempted. Well, that's not very nice, is it? The Holy Spirit actually led him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, and uh, and you'll think, man, you know, that's a that's a raw deal, you know. But that's it's it was deliberately done, and so we've had this confrontation that happens and so jesus read the word he knew the word and he applied the word i want you to say read know, no apply no. read, read know, no apply Okay, so I just want to read this to you in Matthew 4, 1 to 11. It's not long, but you've probably heard about this. Maybe you've read it. Maybe you haven't. But Jesus said, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became very hungry, as you would. In 40 days of not eating and it says during that time it doesn't say it's at the end it doesn't say it's right at the beginning but during that time maybe it all happened at once maybe it happened probably every so often this happened It happened three times during this time the devil came and said to him if you're the son of God tell these stones to become loaves of bread so obviously Jesus had been out there a little bit and he obviously would be hungry because he was he became man like us tell him to become loaves of bread but Jesus told him no the Scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So the devil sort of says to him, look, if you're, you know, if you say who you say you are, Jesus, if you're like, you know, if you really are the Messiah and you're, the Messiah meant to do miracles and all that, well, you show me. You, show, you turn, that, turn that rock into I oh, know you're hungry. Show me one of your miracles. And Jesus thought... I don't need to show you anything, devil. I don't need to prove anything to you. And he said, simply said, man doesn't live by bread alone, like physical bread. He lives on the word of God that comes from the mouth of God. And then the devil took him to a holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you're the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say he'll order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. So one thing to note about that is the the devil knows the word of God as well. So that's okay. He knows the word of God. What he will do is try and twist the word of God and speak it to you, or get someone to, you know, someone to use people, but he will try and deceive people by twisting the scripture or taking it out of context and, and and doing that. And so here he's saying, look, just throw yourself off the bot. Word of God. You like the word of God, Jesus? So the word of God says that you'll be saved. And then, and Jesus replies, um, he responded, the scriptures also say, devil, like, yeah, you might say that, but they also say this, you must not test the Lord your God. In other words, I don't have to prove anything to you. And I'd be stupid to jump off the building anyway. Why would I bother doing that uh, to prove something to you? And then lastly, he says, next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory I will give it all to you he said if you'll kneel down and worship me so he shows him all these kingdoms of the world the then known world all these powerful kingdoms I'll give all this to you if you bow down and worship me and then Jesus is getting annoyed by this stage and he says get out of here Satan Jesus told him for the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only Then the devil went away and the angels came and took care of Jesus. So Jesus was confronted with the enemy. So when he was confronted with the enemy and tempted by the devil, how did he answer him? He answered him with the word of God because he understood, and the Bible clearly says that the word of God is like a sword in an armor, and a sword is not used so much for defense, but often he used a sword to attack. It can be used for defense, but the sword is a weapon that cuts down and stops the enemy in his tracks. And so he spoke the word of God to stop the enemy. And the enemy had no answer and eventually just gave up. And so, the point being that when the enemy comes against you, when you may be struggling with something and you're going, I don't know how I can make this through, you need to read the word, you need to know the word, and you need to apply the word and speak it out in that situation. The reason why it's good to learn Scripture and actually learn it off the top of your head, because you might be in a situation where you suddenly, oh, where's my Bible? got to find, just look at the Scripture. Google that Scripture. Um, there's a Scripture somewhere for this thing I'm going through or whatever. Or you're having a conversation or someone confronts you. But if you know the Word, you can suddenly, the, the Holy Spirit, when you know it, He'll remind you of Scriptures and He'll go, no, just speak it out. Just speak my Word. Just, I'll strengthen you. and you know the Word, God reminds you of His Word. And when you need it, you can speak it out in any situation. The thing is about the Word of God is that sometimes we struggle to read the Word. Who just finds it so easy to read the Word all the time and you just read it for hours every day and it's the first thing you do all the time? Some of, some people I know love it and do it that way. And maybe you've been doing it for a long time. Other people like you going, if you're honest, you're going, oh, sometimes it's a real struggle. Who memorizes, you read it once and you just know it, and you memorize it, anyone can do that? You can, well done, excellent. So, we'll just come to you when we need advice. So, um, <laughs> if you've got a photographic memory, like, nearly Shane Willard nearly has, I think, so he's probably uh, enjoying that. But, and so, the Word of God, sometimes it's not easy, you know, it's like, you know, if we ever uh, come, you know, all of us have to eat food, okay. And we get to choose what we eat. So here, you're probably wondering what's under here. So under here, oh, and look, I even got even got the toy. Yeah, don't even know what that is. Um, so we got a Happy Meal. It's real. It's real. And there's fries. It's still slightly warm, kind of. You want to want to smell them? Yeah, they're really they're really they're really good they're really good, go. oh, they're really good. Okay. so it's temptation is it right okay and so there's fries there's a cheeseburger as well and there's a re- it's really icy cold coke yes with a happy face okay and so now we can choose what to eat okay now we all know that like it's easy to eat now I'm going we'll to call this junk food, okay Now sorry, if you work at McDonald's, okay, um, but it's, it's junk food, and so you could get any other food from other places. it's still junk food, was class it as junk food. and so and so we can choose to eat it now. And we go, oh, gee, it smells good. Gee, those fries, actually, they're they're probably not, they're cold, but they're probably not, they're better when they're hot, straight off. But it's like we can, oh, we can eat that. And so we want to grab, you know, grab the junk food. Oh, it tastes really good. And we can eat the junk food. And and then we thought, man, this just tastes so good. I should just eat this all the time. And so we can eat junk food three times a day. Some of you have probably tried that. And so, and it can taste really good. And then by the next day, it's going you eat eating junk even after a few days and maybe after a week or whatever, you're sort of thinking, Oh man, it's just not feeling that well. It's just like, oh and you and you, yeah, my jeans are getting tight. Yes. And it's like, oh man, and it's like oh and you walk over some scales and you go, oh man That's a bigger number than it was last week. And so and so um and so we can eat junk for now we've all we've all tasted fries, we've all tasted that and and, and we you know coke it's full of sugar and stuff like that so sugar can be addictive and all that kind of stuff and so we can eat all that junk food and we can go oh this is really good it tastes really good and right first it's really good but down the track it'll make you sick down the track years to come you'll be spending maybe more time in the hospital than you want to you'll maybe be dealing with all kinds of illnesses or disease or something like that that can be caused by just eating a diet of cheeseburger and chips and coke and and if you eat that you'll be in trouble too. And so you could like and so you could eat all that whatever it may be. It could be Hungry Jack's it could be whatever there's a million forms of different, you know, fast food and all that kind of stuff. And so you can eat that, but we know that if we, our diet just consists of that, then we're going to be in trouble. It's going to make us sick. But we we choose, okay? So, under here though is we've got a plate of vegetables. They're yeah, even raw. How's that? And so, no, you can't. You, you can just smell it. No, okay. okay. So yeah, it's good. Good for you. And so, and so, and so you can, you know, you look at that and you go, oh man, it got these hot chips just come out of the thing. We have got a hot cheese, cheeseburger and we've got like drink or whatever. I'm gonna drink even drink with this meal. And so you go, oh. Well, you know, if we're really hungry and you're starving, oh, I'm going to eat some raw vegetables. I'm going to eat this bit of broccoli. Oh no, I think I need some chips. And so it's like in the moment. You know, imagine Jesus being tempted. He's out in the middle. of He hasn't eaten for days, and the devil's going, to just turn into bread. Beautiful, warm bread. Tastes really nice, straight out of the oven. All that kind of stuff. Everyone's hungry right now. So and so and um and so. We get to choose what we want to eat. But here's the reality. Here's the reality. Now, if it's like, you know, it's like you're trying to give your kids, try and say, eat your vegetables, and they're like, oh, man, can I just have chips? Like, can I have nuggets and chips? Like, can I have something else? It's like, do I have to? And it's like, yeah, they're good for you. So you need to eat them. And they're like, oh, and they eat a little bit. And it's like, just give me a little bit. And they eat, like a, they eat this, and they just break a little bit off the corn and chew it a bit or whatever. And so it's like, at first, to eat vegetables, it can be like, I've, you've got to kind of like, Eat them, and almost some of you are like, Oh, I've got to force myself to eat broccoli. I can't, I and cauliflower, mmm. And it's raw, so it's like a bit crunchy. And so, obviously, it's better cooked. And so, we're like, Oh, you've almost got to force yourself to eat it, but you know it is actually good for you if you eat it. And there's many other vegetables, and so it's at first. But if you begin to eat vegetables and regularly eat them, and there's many others than this. But if you begin to eat them and then eat them again and regularly, your body actually starts to go. Do you know what? This actually tastes pretty good. And you know what? On the inside, your body's like, man, I'm not tired. And you sort of, and you're like, going, Gee, I've got a bit more energy. You start to, you start to look at yourself, and you know that it's healthy for you and down the track, instead of your body on the inside getting sick, your body actually starts to get well. Here's the point. Reading the Bible is like eating vegetables. And at first, it might be be going, man, I'm going to have to just be diligent and keep making myself do this. I need to get in a habit and I've got to eat vegetables every day. But as you keep doing that, you will actually go, do you know what? This actually is really good. Do you know what? I'm getting actually more hungry. I think I want I want the vegetables more than I want the junk. I want the vegetables more than the takeaway. This tastes a lot better. And, I, and do you know what? It's actually healing me on the inside. That the junk that was destroying me and, and making me feel yuck and all this kind of stuff is suddenly I'm eating the vegetables and I'm feeling heaps better. This is so much better for me. And the more you do it, it's like the hunger for The Word of God, the hunger for the vegetables, the hunger for the good food, actually begins to transform you and draw you. So I want you to remember two things tonight. Read, know, apply, and the title of my message is, eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Reading the Word of God is like eating vegetables. Be persistent at it. Now, just before, we're about to just sing a song. That's all I'm going to say tonight. But if we, um, we're about to just worship it. And I might go. everyone just to stand for a moment. And um, you might be here tonight. You guys, you can take this um, take this away. You might be here tonight and uh, maybe you struggle to read the Word of God. Maybe it's like and you struggle to learn it or know it. There's people here, you've probably, you know, you've just, you've just, come to church this year some of you have hardly spent any weeks in church at all that's fine um but there's people here that you have for years you've become accustomed to the to the junk to the takeaway and i'm not just talking about takeaway food i'm talking about the junk that the world offers the junk that we allow ourselves to see to look at to hear to do what we allow ourselves to do. And all those things, if we and there's great things to listen to and to watch, but if we allow ourselves and say, oh, I'm just gonna watch this, I know it's not gonna be good for me, but I just want to do it anyway, because it's easy. It kind of gets gives you a bit of a high, a bit quick kick, but then after it's like, man, why'd I do that? I feel terrible. And it begins to eat your way on the inside. Before we get into this song tonight, that maybe there's some people here that you're saying, hey, there's some junk. There's some junk that you know, I've been feeding on, maybe a bit more junk than I have of God, that the hunger for the junk and stuff, is. I know has got my, my way. And I, I've tried to get free from it. I've tried to get a step away from it, but it's like such a struggle. Jesus came as our Savior because we needed to be saved from something. We need to be saved from our sin. We need to be saved from the junk. And so just before we move on tonight if you're here tonight and you're saying that's me i've got some junk and i need to lay it down maybe you've never given your life to jesus maybe you have it doesn't matter we can all still have junk we can, we're on a journey of life of being set free and, but i just want to invite you as we begin to sing this song if you've got some junk that you just want to say god i'll just give it to you tonight make me clean i just want you to step out of your seat and stand at this altar and say god here i am just for a few minutes